0: Welcome back to Expressions of Destiny podcast. I want to welcome you to Teachable Tuesdays. Tuesdays are the days where we come together and we talk about business, all things business, entrepreneurship, a relationship. Last week on episode four, we talked about leadership and relationships specifically, shared a little bit about our vision and our mission here at Expressions of Destiny. But today we want to go ahead and tackle the law of influence Now, I know this is something that we've heard, you know, all over the place. uh, Different teachings, different seminars, different um, conventions, conferences. A lot of people that I know are in um, multi-level marketing. They are distributors of different companies. We hear about the law of influence so much, but I think we get it a little confused in the way that we approach people. And let me start by breaking this down with... um, the way that I see it. So the substance of influence, and I want you all to hear this, is first off, it is pull, not to push. And that's where I believe we don't do it on purpose. It's not intentional. But sometimes we forget the whole purpose of influence. It's to try to um, get someone to understand maybe something that you're doing, something that you're saying, kind of see things from your lens, you know, your perspective. Um, and so I want to talk to you a little bit about how I perceive influence, Mm -hmm. how I use influence, um, every day, how we learn to approach people, how we learn to respond and not react in different scenarios. Um, coming from a background of Being involved in different positions, different businesses, um, even being in a couple of multi level marketing companies myself, it was all about the way that you approached that person, the passion that you had for what you were doing, first of all, um, and how you were going to share that with the world. Or in this case, maybe the next person you spoke to, or that person at that event, or uh, the group of people that you had an opportunity to share your product with. Um, That first impression, and what it was that you shared with them was was going to do one of two things. It was going to either turn them away or it was going to capture and captivate them in whatever it is that you were sharing with them. Whether they knew about it already, maybe they'd never heard about it, uh, maybe they had always been skeptical about it. If you utilize influence in the right way, you're able to grab their ear for a moment and at least have them in a place of listening. And receiving what it is that you have to say. So that they can then make their own decision. So let's dive into this. Um, I want to state this for you. uh, The easiest way that I know. Is your influence is determined. By how abundantly you place other people's interests first. Um, And we're going to get into what the opposite of that is. In just a minute. But it is determined your influence the influence that you have is determined by how abundantly and I love that word abundantly with everything inside of you with an excitement with a joy with just that yearning to do something great how abundantly you place other people's interests first so it's thinking about the other person not yourself although it's you trying to sell a product or an idea or it's you trying to um, be successful in your business, it is not about you. It's about those that you are serving, those that you're catering to, those that may need what you have. So we have to think about the other person first. And so we're placing their interests first because we want them to be interested in what it is that we have to offer, right? So I've learned a huge lesson in life Um and that's to respect the words that I use, I, like I said before, you will find me um looking up the definitions to certain words. <clears throat> I may use a word and stop and go, "Wait a minute let me I'm not quite sure if that's the right word that I want to use. um let me go back and research and see really read what that word means. It could be something so simple. It could be a word that we've used most of our life, and we truly don't have a full understanding of what that word means. So I've learned to respect the words that I use. Words are powerful. Um, They can shape the very thing or situation that you're applying them to. So if I walk in and I say, I don't think I can do that today. You may know very well that you can do it because you've done it before, but whatever circumstances surrounding you, whatever chaos, whatever maybe event that happened right before you got to that place caused you to doubt yourself and say, I don't know if I can. That is going to dictate what happens in those next few moments, um, next few hours, whatever it is that you have set before you, because your words spoke to what it was that that was supposed to happen. And now you've walked in there with an attitude of thinking you cannot do something that you know you have done before. And so you have to be real careful because a simple word, which is a thought that comes to our mind because of the things that we are going through, causes you to doubt and fear or become anxious or question many things that you should not have to worry about. And so it's being able to utilize the words that are going to uplift us, that are going to speak to whatever it is that we're doing. I will be successful today. Um, I know you've, you've heard of a lot of um, uh, motivational speakers. will get up on a platform and they'll say, I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to tell yourself, you are beautiful. You are great. You are going to do phenomenal things today. It seems silly, right? Um, even saying it right now, May seem like, well, who's going to do that if I tell them to do it? But when we actually do it, no matter how silly it feels or appears to be, you know, to somebody else, it really did something to ignite a fire and lift us up in that moment to say, you know what, I can do this, I will be successful. Today is, this is something that we say all the time. Today is going to be a great day. Today is going to be awesome. Something amazing is going to happen today. We may not even know. We may not even have anything planned. Um, But in our family, it's just something that is, uh, we're used to doing. It, It is a positive habit every morning. Something amazing is going to happen today. I just, I feel it. I know it is. And we may go through the day and forget about it. But then when something happens, we think back to that moment. Wow, you know what? We spoke that this morning. We didn't know what it was, but what just happened in this moment, that was something great. You know, we're able um, to give thanks for that. And so we have to, again, respect the words that we use and begin to speak the positive into our businesses, our families, um, our own personal lives, uh, our day-to-day you know, things that uh, tasks and chores that we have to get done, speak them over our children, um, whatever it is, over our friends. You know, we may be out having lunch or coffee with a friend and we speak those positive things over them because they may need it and we don't know. So um, that is very important. So let me give you an example of how I used to use words. I used to use the words convince and influence. And I would use them as if they were the same thing. Now listen to those two words, to convince someone or to influence someone. They sound pretty alike. They sound like they could be um, of the same family. You want to convince somebody to come to your party or you want to influence them to come to your party. So you would think, okay, well, it doesn't matter which word I used for the day, it was the same thing. Um, But I learned that there was a very significant difference in the two. Now I want to go to the actual definitions um, so I can just tell you exactly how it is. But convince, the word convince means to overpower by argument, um, to overcome, to bring to a belief or consent or a course of action. By argument. And let me read that again. Convince means to bring to a belief, a consent, or a course of action by argument. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be arguing with people. It just creates an atmosphere of awkwardness, frustration. <clears throat> but we can get into those positions where we feel so strongly about something that we want to try to argue our way through it. We don't realize what we're doing we're trying to convince them to believe the same way that we do, understand what it is that we're saying. We want you to consent to what it is that we need to get done. Um, we want you to act on a certain act in a certain way or on a certain thing the way that we need you to act. And that's forcing somebody to do something that they don't want to do. Um, so if you think about it, this was all done against somebody's will. When we do that, we are doing this against someone's will. And that's not exactly a peaceful transaction, is it? So let's look at the word influence. Now that we see where convince takes its, um, it it shakes its fist and it holds its power and it says, um, I'm going to get you to do this. Influence, on the other hand, means the power to cause changes without directly forcing them to happen. Hear that again influence means to the power to cause change without directly forcing them to happen so you're still trying to create a change in a situation but you're not forcing them to do it it's the person or the thing that affects someone or something in an important in a important way so it's Getting somebody to understand that what it is that you're sharing with them could possibly affect them in a positive way, very important. It might be something that they need. Um, I can give you a perfect example. <clears throat> so I used to be a distributor of uh, CBD, CBD oil, when the industry was just really getting like big a couple of years ago. Um we have since put that on the back burner. It's still something we love. It's something we still utilize. It's um something that's still available, you know, if I have people in my family that need it. But I'm not so focused on making sure I can sell it, if that makes sense. It's it's if you need it, you know who to come to. I can, you know, make sure to get you what you need. Um C B D is you have to be very careful with how you market it because you have big pharma and you have, uh, the FDA and you have everybody else making sure that you're not making claims that are uh, false or untrue, um, or not backed up by science, which there is a lot of science on CBD. So we all know that, but still you have, you know, things that, uh, you have to be very careful not to use trademarks and certain names and, and conditions and things. So when we would sell CBD, there were quite a few people that would, well, um, you really should get rid of, you know, what it is that you're using, uh, throw away all the medication, you don't need all that, this is all you need, you need a healthier approach, it needs to be, this is holistic, this is something that is going to benefit you. Um, in my opinion, all of that is true, but that there was a force happening there. And there was a manipulation or uh, trying to um, argue with someone about what it is that they know versus what it is that you know because if you've been taking medication for years that's all you know that if your doctor has been telling you to do something for years that's all you know and so we don't like change and flipping over to something else without knowing for sure that our body will adapt correctly um, so you get what I'm saying so the way that we would approach it is you know, we started utilizing CBD for our pets. Um, our pets had some health issues, and um, it really helped them to live better. They didn't seem like they were in very much pain anymore. They were actually eating more. They were playing with toys. They hadn't played in a while. You know, they would just lay around, oh, specifically our older girl who has passed since then. But our other pups still utilize it to calm them down in thunderstorms, we utilize it for our own health. You know, it helps, um, helps me to focus. It would help my husband with um, uh, his blood sugar, you know, to keep things regulated. These are things that we see for ourselves. So all we can do is share a testimony. And so in doing that, we were able to just share with people what it had done to help us in regards to what it was that they were dealing with because they had asked us first if we thought it would help. And we were able to influence them in a positive way to just try it. And if it did not work, then that's okay. We would make sure to take care of them and compensate them back um, because this particular thing, just like any other natural resource, is going to work differently for different people, just like medication does. It's the same scenario. So there was a positive influence in us just having a heart to share with them. So we we approach those in those same ways with our own businesses, no matter what it is that we're working on, no matter um, what our customers are in need of. Are we going to try to convince them with force that they have to do this thing or they have to use this product or they have to um, have a certain type of lumber or wood for a project they're working on? Or are we going to approach them with, look, I've seen a lot of our... Uh, customers come in; they're very happy with this particular product. Um, this one does cost a little bit more, but it's been known to last longer. And so now we are influencing them in a positive direction based off of what we have um, witnessed from other people or even ourselves. So that was a huge, huge lesson learned because we had to learn how to take the the person's um, best interest. And keep it in mind, take it to heart, and be willing to work with them. Although we are the expert, right, in what we do, that's the reason why we run the business. But we have to approach it knowing who our customer is and wanting to have a positive experience with them. Let me give you one more example. There, I don't know about your neighborhood, wherever you are at, um, especially here in Florida probably Texas, a lot of the southern states that get more sun. We have a solar panel uh, salesperson, young kid. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the same person every time. Chris usually gets the door. That comes by almost every weekend. And maybe we might get somebody during the week. But every weekend we get that knock on our door and he's trying to sell solar panels to help save us money, You know, have them put on our roof so that our electricity bill will be lower. But he is just stating over and over and over to the point where, you know, his facts, his, um, his specifics, his, um, you know, whatever information has been given to him by his boss. Because in his mind, he just needs to sell, 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 sell. Now, you're trying to convince me of something that I am not familiar with that I really don't care about because we monitor our own um, electricity here at the house by checking it online, keeping our, our windows closed during the summer months keeping our lights off in the rooms that we're not in. You know, we are very, we're home all day. So we're very aware of our usage. Now, if you told me in your sales pitch of trying to convince me that my neighbor next door has just received solar panels um, and or has just had them installed and he's a very happy customer and he um, can vouch for them and say how much he's saved on his bill, I would say, huh, oh, I didn't know he got solar panels installed. I I guess I hadn't been paying attention. Um, Or maybe it's on the other side of the house where we don't really see it. But you know what? I'd like to talk to him. Bring my neighbor over. Neighbor comes over. Oh, yeah, you know what? My bill this past month was like half the cost of what I usually have to pay, especially in the summer. And then at that point, you have created an influence In showing me proof and bringing someone else in that I am familiar with to tell me how great of an investment this will be, now I I open my ear to you because you've taken the time to really draw in something that I can relate to rather than just trying to push on me what all of the stats and, and, you know, testimonies of your company have, you've brought in someone that is personal to me. So that is another way in our businesses that we can approach Um, With the influence side rather than the trying to just convince them because that's our job. We know what we're talking about and you just need to do what I say. We don't want to force anybody. So in business, we should never, never should we want to struggle with convincing others of our vision or forcing them to understand. You're going to have people who understand and you're going to have those who don't. You're going to have customers who want to understand and they're trying their hardest to understand, and you're going to have those that just don't care. I, you know what? No, no, I'm sorry, not today. Um, go visit the house down the street and shut the door, right? You're going to have both sides. So we should never ever try to convince them. This should never be a struggle, it should never be a negative um, moment with any of our customers and feeling like we've had to force them to try to understand what our vision is, what it is that we're trying to do. Um, In art, I was an art teacher for several years. And I would tell my students, because they would make fun of each other, they would laugh at each other's artwork. Some some of them would get discouraged because other artists were, or other students in the class were, um, more skilled in their drawing than they were. And what I always shared with these kiddos was, There is always going to be somebody who loves your artwork, and there will always be somebody who hates it. That's just the way it is, because what you paint or draw or create or build is coming from who you are, right? It is a representation of you, and there are going to be some people who absolutely despise or hate it or just aren't interested or they walk away, eh, that's not my style, and you're going to have those that are like, wow, this is amazing. And I'm not just talking about their moms and dads. You know, I'm not talking about our family who will always praise and uplift us and tell us how wonderful we are. But there will be those that will just stand in awe of what it is that you do. And so we create and we design and we build for those who have an appreciation for what it is that we have to offer. This is what I would teach my kids. And it applies the same in business with the CBD company. There were those that were completely against it. No, 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 that comes from marijuana, that comes from, you know, drugs, and I'm not going to do it. And they didn't even want to try to understand that it was an extraction of uh, of a portion that was not a hallucinogenic. Then you had those that were completely open. Wow, I don't know very much about this, but tell me. And they were even curious, is it going to mess me up? Is it going to make me not be able to function? Am I going to get high? And we were able to share with them the science behind it. So those that don't have an appreciation or those that don't have an interest in what you're doing, it's okay. Let them go. Let them go in and walk away and find what it is that they're looking for and focus on the ones that really need you. And this is where we become an influence instead of someone saying they're just trying to convince you to help them make a sale because they need to earn a living. We are here with a purpose. We are here to provide something that is going to benefit their life and help make things easier, help make things better, um, help their quality of life, whether it's their health or their home, whatever it is that you do in your business. We are here for those who really need us. So it, it should never be a struggle. But the power of relationship brings influence. The power of the relationship that you have with your customers brings influence into the mix by establishing a connection with each individual that places their interest first. They're going to place interest first and includes them in the vision where they can fulfill purpose and adding value. And this goes for your, your employees as well. They are being put into that position where your influence on them helps them to influence and add value to the customer. It starts at the top, you guys, it starts at the top. The leadership, the headship, the president, the CEO, the corporate, Whatever level is at the top, it starts from the head and it trickles down to the rest of the body, to the rest of your team. And so what you offer and bring to your business and your company now becomes an influence to your team and your employees, which in turn becomes an influence to your customers and those that need what it is that you have so that you can serve them, not sell to them not to make a sell off of them, but so that you can serve them. And when we enter a place of serving rather than selling, that's when we establish relationship with the people that are coming to us, depending on us and trusting us. So I want to I say again what I said at the beginning of this. The substance of influence is to pull, not push. So you are going to pull from that person, from that customer, you are thinking about the very thing that they need. You're wanting to get information from them. You're wanting to ask them what it is that they need. What is it that pains them? What is that? This is a, a very familiar phrase that a lot of businesses use. What is your pain point? What can I help you with? How can I serve you? And so at that point, you're able to pull from them and extract what it is that you need to know to build relationship instead of pushing them. Because the more you push on your employees and the more you push on your customers, you will push them straight out the door on their way, never to return. So the substance of influence is to pull, not push. So I want to leave you with that today. Thank you for joining me again on Teachable Tuesday for Expressions of Destiny. Um, Go back and listen to the previous lessons as well. Next week, we are going to get into the four dimensions of employees and uh, managers, um, everybody that works within your company. I've titled this the 4D Connection because you're going to see how each dimension connects with uh, the different individual people that work with you. Um, what, how you can tell what dimension they're on and what you can do about it. If you want to see them, uh, increase to a, a higher level, a higher dimension within your company or is it, Are they in a position where it may be that their season is almost up and they're ready to go? So that is it for today, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me again. I will see you here on Friday for Faith Filled Friday. I just want to encourage you and lift you up this coming Friday. um, Give you something uh, great, a word to push you into this weekend to uh, enjoy your time with your family. And then I'll see you back here again next Tuesday for some more business entrepreneurship uh, principles and just really great stuff. So I will talk to you next time. Bye.